Hello, and welcome back to Serious Census. I'm Linda Saunders, and I'm joined today by Tiffany Harding as we discuss all different strategies as, as we are all things census related to our, our senior living um, continuum and model of all different services. So today, we wanted to point out that we are now moving beyond COVID. You know, we've talked about that uh, five letter word uh, for the last couple of years. Uh, the numbers are going down um, as of today's statistics, less than 2% of all hospital inpatients are testing positive with COVID. Uh, that is at a, a record low uh, to the, the point where it's below even the reporting metrics when they started accurately reporting numbers. So we're definitely um, seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, a lot of things that are returning to um, more sense of engagement, more happiness, just more joy that we're seeing out there from both the, the patients, the residents that we serve, as well as our team members, um, which is, they call it the return to fun. So I'd like to turn this over to Tiffany as we remind ourselves of how we can get past this and the areas that we want to take a little closer look at as we have been somewhat desensitized during these past two years. Tiffany? Thanks, Linda. Yeah, you know, this piece that we have, uh, this new section of our, our uh, journey in our senior healthcare post-COVID world, I think everybody is sick of talking about COVID, um, but I think providers are still kind of drugged down by it. And it's been really um, apparent when you actually go in and take a look at the physical plant. Yes, maybe some masks uh, policies have shifted and you know the isolation periods and things like that. All that is starting to go back to normal and look a little bit more um, pre-COVID but our physical structures are really still screaming COVID world, or maybe not even that, but it's just messy. Um, a lot of the assessments that uh, we've been doing and walking in and we get this first impression, and but it's there's just so much that has gone undone or has um, kind of been overlooked because our biggest fire that we were putting out was this COVID, um, was combating COVID. And so when we walk into our communities, our challenge to you all is to go to start fresh with a fresh eye, maybe even bringing along someone who hasn't been in your building to go through every single nook and cranny and writing down a list of your potential work orders that you might need to put in. This is things like baseboards and um, you know, ceiling tiles, paint, uh, things that like really, again, kind of went by the wayside or went, um, they were kind of an afterthought because of the COVID fire we were putting out. But really taking a look at that, you know, how, what's, what's the shape of your blinds? How does the exterior of your building really look? It's time to really tidy up. This is the perfect time. We love spring cleaning, right? And getting refreshed and um, just giving everything a new life and new feel. This is a wonderful time 
to do that. And so we really want to go through again with this fresh set of eyes to take a look at what is it, how do we get back to or return to this uh, state of pre-COVID where we are proud of what we're showing. We are welcoming people into our communities. I think we, we didn't really focus on the aesthetics or um, all of those other elements because we didn't really bring anybody into our communities. We were shutting the doors and we were doing virtual tours and how much do you really see on the virtual piece and whatnot. Um, so it's really time to tidy all that up. Linda, what are some of the thoughts that you have on that? Oh, I, I agree completely. And I've always been one of those where those first impressions moments are so vital. And that could be, again, looking at our exteriors to ensure, you know, our, do we have that trash picked up? You know, is the parking lot cleaned up? And all those things that after the, the winter weather, especially in our winter states, um, need to be addressed. But then whatever entrance is the main entrance, because remember during COVID, everything was being channeled to everybody goes through this one set of doors and you feel like you've got all these checkpoints. Well, what does that feel like? You know, is it, is it have, you know, tons of signs that are taped up, handwritten, telling people what to do or what not to do? Uh, is it have, you know, lots of different sign-in sheets and all these ways to take your temperature or to gain your access, plus the snow shovels and the salt and all that other kind of stuff. Let's return to having a gracious yet safety um, infused atmosphere. And let's look at, you know, how, how are they being greeted by the, the front desk individual? And are we anticipating people's visits and uh, calling them by name? All, all of those things that beyond, behind a mask can still have a great touch point. I've seen some places that they've returned to having their coffee service or they're grabbing a bottle of water and things like that for guests, which is really wonderful because those were always, you know, nice hospitality um, touch points there. Along with it is, as we mentioned, all the reminders that were new reminders a couple of years ago to tell our staff. And also if you had agency staff, what some of the ground rules were. Well, folks are tired of seeing that, that aren't used to being in our space. You know, those things they believe are understood that we should be following. And there's ways that we can provide those directives in, in such a way that there's not so many of them out there. You know, what we want to have prevail in terms of signing or signage would be your, you know, amazing enrichment, life enrichment programming and how those are bolstering the atmosphere, making sure that, you know, the menu and the meal um, highlights are there too. And, and some organizations have not returned to dining services. They've still got room service. Well, I would encourage you as these numbers have, have decreased so greatly to start getting back to a traditional mode of operation and have those rooms, have your common areas, whether it's your gathering areas, your dining room, you know, when, when they're in use, they should look um, appealing and inviting, have those table arrangements out there. Um, all of the little, I call it the finishing touches that have it go from being just a traditional dining room to, to having some wow factor. You know, the, just because COVID was there didn't mean we couldn't make an impact or have those 
awe moments. And then the same thing as it relates to, you know, when you're welcoming those admissions, when you're um, taking people down the halls, I'm a huge proponent of every area, every common area should have a, um, have a, have a furniture arrangement and an arrangement for the um, decorative items and have you take pictures of those so that when folks are making their rounds, they know how to put stuff back to make it look appealing when folks come in. Cause it's just like at your home, you know, you, if you're sitting down and watching television and you're throwing the pillows on the floor, it's like, even, even though you might be on the couches as a kid, I was always laying on the floor and I'm going to have a blanket down there. And then you got your snacks and all this. Well, when you're done and you pick your stuff up, well, how does that room look later? Do you leave it there for the next morning? Probably not. You know, you're going to pick it up and at least tidy it up. Everyone should know what that needs to look like. And that helps instill what Tiffany was talking about, that that extra set of pride, you know, that sense of pride, the ability that it's that it's pretty much show ready because tours have begun. They are in full force and those drop-in tours are occurring too. You know, they're, yes, I'm always appreciative when people actually plan their visits, but there's individuals that are still told by advisors and external individuals, hey, you know, just go over there. And we should have things looking pretty good most of the time. I, I totally agree. And any extra equipment that's not in use, so I'm talking about extra walkers, lots of extra wheelchairs, overbed tables, and things like that need to be stored. Even if that means outside storage, because I know some of our organizations are very space constrained, all that stuff doesn't need to be cluttering the rehab room, which is a revenue producing, you know, high impact area or out in the halls, making your halls look like they're cluttered or um, that there's, that they're not very wide, especially if you have an older building and you've got narrow halls anyway. So and then if you've got furniture that's been donated, which it's wonderful that people have done that. I mean, I really appreciate that. When their loved one passed, you know, they were like, hey, we've got a recliner here. Assess that stuff to determine, you know, if it has met or exceeded its lifespan, then we need to get it out. And even though it was really gracious that they provided it to us, it's probably not as visually appealing as other things are. And we, we're going to have to part with it. So that's just kind of like our spring cleaning. You know, there might be clothes that it's like, eh, I like you, but you don't like me anymore. I think I shrunk you in the wash, but no, I just got bigger. I need to, you know, pass that on to someone else that will find value in it more so than us. And, you know, people are looking for that. That visual appeal is the very first thing that they will size up um, sensory wise. So. Yep. And then, you know, also, when talking about tidying things up, make sure that we're also tidying up our websites and the information that is still on our website, whether or not that's about our COVID policies or visitation policies and things like that. You know, I think we used our websites to communicate a lot of that. But then again, as this kind of went away and, and now we're working on, you know, putting out different fires, um, are we making sure that all that the language is all correct and just tidying up some of those some of that narrative that's on your website so that you are inviting and welcoming and that it's more of a it, it is more of your sales tool versus the communication tool for your COVID policies and things like that. Very true because uh, I mean we we felt we had to do that you know we still have very strict reporting measures 
um, and you'll be using it, utilizing it if necessary in the future, but it doesn't have to be up front and center right now. Um, people don't want to see that. They, okay. they want to see what's going on there beyond COVID. Agreed. Yep. Excellent. Well, then, um, with all things census, please be sure that you reach out to us with your ideas, insights, feedback. We, we always welcome and appreciate that. Um, Tiffany and I are available at 614-582-6733. And as you know, we believe that census never sleeps. So we are very responsive to those calls from our listeners. And then for our um, song, this, this episode is um, one that I believe Tiffany recommended. It's called, We Don't Talk About Bruno. So we'll adopt that to, <laughs> we don't talk about COVID, right? That's right. Absolutely. So thank you, everyone, and we look forward to having you with us the next time. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. But it was my wedding day. It was our wedding day. We were getting ready, and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. No clouds allowed in the sky. Go on. Bruno says it looks like rain. Where's the heat? In doing so, he floods my brain. I will like to see umbrella.